Reading and Interpreting Statutes, Topic 4. Dear Student, Craft an Argument. Dear Student, Welcome to the Law School Playbook. I'm Hallie Hara, a professor of academic success and personal skills coach to law students and attorneys. I'm glad you're here. Today we are picking up on our ongoing discussion of reading and interpreting statutes. We will discuss the final step in this episode, which is to resolve ambiguities or to add clarity to vague language. There are volumes of books written on the rules for construing statutory text, which are more formally known as the canons of construction. There are so many canons of construction that some even conflict with one another. For that reason, we won't cover them all here. It is helpful to know that the canons generally fall into several broad categories, which include linguistic canons that pertain to grammar rules and usage, and substantive canons that concern legislative intent and policy. Let's look at some commonly used canons. Legislative intent. This canon endeavors to interpret the statutory language in a way that furthers the purpose of the statute. Thus, this approach considers the legislative history, which is the documents and transcripts created during the enactment process. These documents include the bill, amendments, reports, and debate transcripts. Of all these, the report of the committee tasked with reviewing and amending the bill is given the most weight. Circling back to our discussion of interpretive strategies in the last episode, a, textual, a textualist judge would decline to look at the legislative history, instead focusing on the language of the text, but an intentionalist judge would welcome the legislative history that reveals the meaning that the legislature intended to give the statute. Another one is common law meaning. An undefined statutory term shall be construed consistent with prior court decisions as to its meaning. Thus, this approach considers judicial opinions to give meaning to undefined statutory terms. It's really a variation of stare decisis. Another is internal consistency, a presumption that statutes are internally consistent. Another canon is avoid surplusage. This canon presumes that the legislature intended to give every word in the statute an independent meaning. Thus, no word should be ignored or regarded as mere surplusage. Negative implication. This is generally regarded to mean that the legislature's expression of one thing implies the exclusion of others. The idea is that the legislature is very careful in selecting its terms, and if a term is not included, that is presumed to have been intentional. Avoid absurdity. A presumption that the legislature did not intend an absurd or manifestly unjust result. On rare occasions, textualist judges will make an exception to look beyond the text when faced with an absurd result or an obvious drafting error. Lenity. A canon of last resort stating that if a statute pertaining to a crime or imposing a penalty is ambiguous, that ambiguity shall be resolved in favor of the defendant. This canon is derived from the principle of fair notice. So let's put all of the steps together. To read and interpret a statute, you must. Step 1. Slow down. 
Think of the barbecued brisket, remember? Step two, determine how the statue fits into the big picture by looking at the table of contents and the surrounding sections and looking for a section that defines key terms. Step three, look at the language of the statute itself and methodically break it down by either breaking the statute into elements or component parts and then analyze each one separately, using an if-then structure with the if being the elements and the then being the consequences in the text, or creating a diagram or flowchart identifying the parts of speech and punctuation. Remember to pay particular attention to the use of specific words, such as conjunctions, exceptions, and mandatory or permissive words. You'll also pay attention to punctuation. Step four, find the statute's meaning using the text and determine if the language is ambiguous or vague. Step five, finally, resolve the ambiguities to add clarity to vague language using the canons of construction. In closing, I'll say that knowing the rules of the game as set forth in these episodes is just the beginning. Really, the most important piece is you. Reading and interpreting a statute and crafting an argument concerning the statute requires you to be a patient, critical reader and thinker. As Tom Hanks, my favorite actor, said in A League of Their Own, it's supposed to be hard. If it were easy, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. If you would like to read this episode, get suggestions for further reading, or to request individual coaching with me, please visit my website at www.lawschoolplaybook.com. As always, do your best and I'll be rooting for you.